Episode three is the one that broke that broke me. It was the it was the one I feared would happen someday if they ever brought Willow back. They ever did something with Willow that it would be what episode three is. And um boy, is it just jumps the shark. <sighs> there was some uh what's his name? Bob Dolman, not Bob Dole, Bob Dolman original writer talked a little bit recently in Hollywood reporter. I think it was might've been variety, but I think it was Hollywood reporter about how working on this one was a little bit like working in a committee. And this committee has an idiot on it and whoever that idiot is, I hope they move on to a different franchise that I don't like (laughs) because there's just some colossal bad calls. I love Ted Lasso. Uh, I don't remember the actor's name right now because this this one I just needed to move on from it. So this one's gonna be short, I think. But they got the 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 owner of the team from Ted Lasso to play a character who Alora encounters in the de- or in the uh, forest, but she's dressed in denim. And uh, by the way, there's people like fighting about the fact that they can tell like the boots are from H and M or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't really care. It, I I could. Uh, I could suspend my disbelief for budgetary reasons. But when you encounter two ladies in denim wearing hats, like they're going to go to fucking Jurassic park and cut down some trees. That's not Willow. That's something completely different. And on top of it, they just fucking die. (laughs) You go and you break you kind of you're not breaking the fourth wall, but you kind of break the fantasy elements of Willow and then you fucking kill them. And then they're never brought up again. Well, one scene later on, they're brought up where Alora's like, these people died because of, of what happened here. I'm so sad. That's how she speaks in an American accent. I'm so sad, but I, I do like, I do like it actually. I kind of like that, but, but anyways, um, when she goes, it made me mad. That said, um, why'd you fucking do it, Lucasfilm person? Why'd you make him do it? Whose idea was that? Don't do that anymore. That was really stupid. So then we have a lot of stuff um, in this episode, too, that makes it the worst Willow episode of the seven that I've seen. And a lot of it has to do with, like, Alora Dannon's IQ fluctuating from very stupid to very astute it's all over the place um and it's all for the convenience of the moment not because the character needed it the character's not saying i need to be stupid for comic relief like 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 this is who i am i need this you must write me this way Somebody had a funny joke. Wouldn't it be funny if she was talking to the two ladies at the camp and she just couldn't stop complaining the whole time about about Kit? That's that's what it comes down to. So they had to make her five times as stupid. Then later on, when she's confronting Valentine, she just like tears them apart. And uh, is it showing something that's going to happen? 
is it showing the person who she's, she's going to become? That's what I thought when I first saw it, but I saw the episode a few times because I, I try to get past it. Like, I want to like the show. I love Willow. Really want to like the show. Trying to make it work for me. Uh, this episode, almost no matter what, it has some cool stuff in it. You know, Graydon gets, like, possessed. We see these flashes of Nakmar, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. All right, you did some stupid shit a few minutes ago, Lucasfilm people. But I'm going to let it go because you're about to show me Nakmar. Then fucking Metallica starts playing. This is the moment I've been bitching about the whole time. Yeah. You fucking finally show me Nakmar Castle and Metallica fucking starts playing. Are you going to try to sell me some dirt weed while you're at it, Willow? Come on. What is this? What year is it? It's just a bad call. And and it's two of the, the calls, two of the worst calls in the whole entire, entire series. And they're close together, so it hurts more. There's a lot to like in the future episodes without going into spoilers. There's a lot of stuff to, to like. This episode is the moment where it jumps the shark and it said, I'm never going to become great. Willow's not going to be like, y'all great. That ain't happening in this one. And on top of it, Warwick Davis is like phoning it in the whole time. Um, He phones in the whole series. I mean, he really does. And, it, you know, there's people that are like, Oh, he's always bad. No, nah, he was better than the Willow movie. Much better than the Willow movie itself. And then the other things he's in, like, you know, when it's a game show host over in the UK, it's like he's reading cue cards. And I don't really see a big difference between him reading cue cards on that game show I've seen clips of and this. So this, it's disappointing. And then Silas, who's funny. Silas was good comic relief. And um, it was stopping Willow from trying to make so many jokes because like, so it's like, I'll cut you. And you're like, yeah, that guy. And like, eh, and then they just fucking kill him. You know, just, let's, just, let's just kill the one thing, one of the things that's actually working. Let's, let's get rid of that. So. But, you know, people are going to be like, oh, Jason, the Metallica. Yeah, maybe it ruined that moment for you. It didn't for me. And it's only the end credits, really. Oh, if you notice, though, before the music was just the end credits. Now they've put the toe over the line. And uh, in the next couple of episodes, the music is just in the episodes now. This is this is where somebody's bad idea permeated and infected the whole thing. So do I like Willow? Man, I was just so excited for Willow. It was going to probably be an eight for me, you know? And this moment right here, I mean, this episode, I would give probably like, of four out of ten it's it's awful because of those mistakes breaks the show breaks the the whole thing for me and when i go and i watch the next episodes after that the show gets better so if you're able to like hold on and just like pretend this episode didn't exist this way the, you'll have fun so i'm not suggesting anybody necessarily quit the show but I will. When I was watching this episode, this was the one where I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I was like under NDA, so I couldn't like, I couldn't, I couldn't cry about it on the internet. I had to just be all alone, keeping it in, angry at it, sad. <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, yeah, frustrated with the show. Like I said. 
and then we got Graydon gets possessed, and um, you know, I like where that's going. I like where it goes, and how they're they're going to deal with it. Um, Valentine, though, once again, also a case of fluctuating IQ in this instance due to possession. Like in the earlier episodes, he's struck with that thing. He's clearly infected. Then he goes on to to give Jade her sword, which is kind of weird since they're sort of in opposition now. Um, I mean, I guess you could justify it if you want to jump through hoops and do what the show doesn't, which is its job, and say, oh, he was going to infect Jade and she'd have the weapon and they would be evil together. But in this in this instance, there's like there's no real like I'm fighting my possession. I'm oh, you know, I'm ash with my hand. I'm my hand wants to kill me, but I don't want to kill you. You know, there's none of that. So in the end, he just kind of gets beaten. He's just like, oh well, now that I'm dying, uh, I'm gonna have a heart to heart with you. And you know, and it's just it just didn't work. It just didn't work. That element needed to go full evil dead, or not at all. He needed to be a traitor. Or he needed to be the evil dead. And instead, he was a traitor from the evil dead with a heart of gold. It's it's three competing ideas, and none of them work because they don't work together and because uh, they're all half-baked. So Ballantyne, ultimately as a character, big old waste of space, um, opens up ideas of you know issues with Jade and parentage. And um, I can see where they were going. I can see where in the writing process they started this journey. But it was just full of missteps. And um, ultimately rather stupid. And um, one thing, just a little side note, what I hate about like the culture warrior crowd is they've gone and they've now turned this into, because they're so mad that like two girls kissed in the first episode that like the actual issues of the show aren't being discussed. And then the, the narrative is if you're discussing the issues with the show, you're one of those people. Mm. See that, that can be a problem. So when, when discussing the show, you know, you have to sort of clarify that sometimes. And uh, especially to people that are presumptuous, but anyways, uh, yeah, I give this one like a three or a four out of 10. I mean, it's bad, just bad, and um, there's not a lot. A lot of it's it's a connective it's a connective episode um, where we you know we see like I liked the the elements that I liked the elements that saved it for me that I just didn't turn it off were 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 Borman and Kit going to to get the the uh, Curus's key. I'm not sure I can't remember what it's called, but the the thing that 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 will go into the Curus to activate it or to unlock it or whatever. Um, <clears throat> That that thing, like I like that stuff. I like that we saw creatures, like the the were bats, or were were rats, I should say. Like I like that, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, if one of those bites, you turn into a werewolf. Like, and then she's like fighting them, and but then um also like that whole sequence, they they set up a whole situation where like fuck, like how how do they get out of here? And then we just cut to Borman having been pulled out. We don't know how they got out. They just they just didn't do it. So. Somebody fucked up. Somebody fucked up Willow. I'll say that much. Somebody fucked up Willow. And uh, whoever fucked it up, um, really disappointed in you. Do better, please. The This is the worst episode of the series. The next episodes are all fundamentally better. Um, 
there's still a couple of stupid moments. There's there's two stupid moments with music during two rather important times. But, you know, so I, I'm not quitting the show, but uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, you know? That's, what, that's all I could say. They fucked it up. They've... It, to me, this confirms that all of the years of Star Wars, when it's not, when it hasn't been perfect, been a lot of hyperbole in that. A lot of hyperbole. This is that nightmare for me come to realization. So, uh, come to fruition, if you will. But anyways, um, the next episode is, we're obviously going to Nakmar. A lot more fun. Cooler things happen there. Mostly like the, the next episode. Not to get too far into it. So, if you're a huge Willow fan, um, I suggest watching the the uh, next episode uh, before you quit. And if the next episode is as broken, or if you if you have huge issues with it, probably should jump out um, of the show. There's some good moments. There's some really dumb moments still to come. Um, you know. The bad calls aren't over, though. Not saying that. Not saying that. But the seventh episode is really good, and where it's going is really good. At least it feels good. But I can't say I trust the show. I can't say I trust the show to stick the landing after this episode and and the calls that happen and how the calls from this episode permeate throughout the rest of the show. Now, once again, if the denim stuff the cowboy Jurassic Park 49er logging ladies outfits broke immersion for you. We don't really go back that far into it. Um, this isn't really a spoiler because it's in the trailer, but when they, when we go to the mines um, with the, the, the uh, troll mines later on, there's some app, there's some characters that are like sort of, I don't know what they are, like maybe smelters or something. And they kind of wear like modern outfits that kind of, you know, kind of like the suit Marty McFly wears when he goes back to the future, you know, the first time, like the yellow suit. They're not yellow. These, these aren't yellow, but I kind of felt the same way about those suits and that they were just put in there to be a convenience. But I could see past that one and then the, the name of fantasy. But these two random cowgirl outfits, whatever the fuck you call the style. Reminds me of something that would happen in The Legend of Zelda, but not in Willow. If you put on the original Willow film, that can't happen. Now, could you have a really nicely designed version of that and that evoked, you know, that kind of style? Yeah, you could you could have done that. But they didn't do that. That they're straight up like you could see like fucking like like the little metal snaps and stuff. That's not what they did here. So, anyways. I've said enough. I've said 15 minutes about something I don't like that I want to forget, and I'm just going to forget it. So anyways, um, let me know what you guys think in the comments, if you liked it or if you didn't. And, um, you know, it's all personal preference. So if you liked it, hey, I'm ha glad you're happy. But boy, was I crushed by this episode. See you guys next week for more Willow reviews. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.